Welcome to Alphabet Fly Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the fish of the Marvel Universe with guests. We talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who gets real big when you punch them. Jordan. Hi. Thankfully, not a lot of people punch me, so we don't have to worry about, about the size. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about Growing Man, which I would argue is just a thing people do. They just grow. <laughs> but... But yeah, we're talking about Growing Man. This is very boring. <laughs> Sounds just so Growing Man. So I'm guessing it's just a guy that's ah, oh, jeez, it's so generic. I can't even think of what he looks like. And well, it's it's the Jack Kirby I'm bored special. Oh, he kind of looks like a Sentinel-ish kind of thing. Well, he kind of looks a little bit like a Sentinel, but no, it's just the the standard Jack Kirby metallic. Bodysuit, purple, per- metallic purple person, <laughs> um, which is a thing they do when they're bored. You notice that at the end of the Fantastic Four run, it's just like a person in a in a metallic suit and a helmet that's purple. Yeah, yeah. Leader, but Kang. Uh, yeah. Who else? He, he, it's it's just kind of standard. <laughs> but but yeah. Uh. So so yeah. Uh. I'm just gonna get the the other stuff because it's a it's not a person quote unquote so they oh. don't put the put the stuff up front like they normally do okay so we're just gonna do the uh, okay the origin first which is Thor issue one forty in May nineteen sixty seven the Growing Man and uh, I would say the cover is a fairly standard cover for this. For this part of the Marvel timeline, okay, you have like really a looks like a Sentinel de- in that cover, though. Yeah, they do really look like a Sentinel. Like um, in the picture you showed me, his face looks more human, but in this one, it, it looks more like a yeah. Uh, Sorry, but, <laughs> go on. Yeah, but you know, background is like vaguely detailed buildings, but no sky. You have Thor kicking. Least He's either flying no, in or kicking him. He's either flying in or he's flying away. One of those. Mm. Um, I think the speed lines indicate kicking. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have a bu- and you have the growing man pushing over a fairly detailed building, crumbling, and you have a bunch of people kind of running away, except for a cop who seems to be pointing at its butt. <laughs> I don't know if it has a gun or not, but you know, it- please don't. That may will make the situation worse. Um, but yeah. And yeah, so we're just going to jump into this because there's mm-hmm. not a lot to it. It's kind of one of those, uh, you know, villains you put in front of people and they find a clever way to beat it. Hmm. So uh, the growing man is a stimuloid, a form of android created by the scientific genius of Kang the Conqueror, oh. <laughs> the ruler of alternate future Earth, which you could tell Kang wrote that part. Um, a stimuloid absorbs most forms of kinetic energy directed at it. Therefore, the energy causes no physical harm. However, the absorption of the energy stimulates massive 
well, sorry, a rapid multiplication of stimulated artificial cells causes to grow and significant in size with proportional increase in strength and resistance to damage. Mm. Perhaps the stimuloid draws its extra-dimensional, well, draws the math from it, blah, 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 blah. Perhaps the stimuloid draws its additional mass from an extra-dimensional source to grow. He could just be a giant tumor. Yeah. Um, I think that's a little bit more interesting. But a uh, can can project an unknown form of energy from a gun that will cause the growing man to revert to its original size, where it resembles a child's doll. Uh, when reduced in size, growing man can when reducing in size, growing man can presumably dispatches its mass. It loses back to an extra-dimensional source. Um, mm. We call that Z space. It's whenever you uh, morph into something too small. And you do like a reverse thing where your mass goes into Z space, and sometimes you meet Andalites there. Uh, that that book of Animorphs still messed me up. Where they turn into mosquitoes, you thought, "Hey, this is going to be a fairly standard. They're going to fight a Visser three thing," and it turns out they have an extra dimensional thing <laughs> in Z space. Oh, where wow! I think Jake I, has to do a war crime. Jake has to do a lot of war crime. Yeah, well, war is terrible. Yeah, it turns out. Also, if you're gonna talk about a book all the time, talk about animorphs. Like, you know, it actually has depth to it. And I don't think I read the writer about with the Z space uh, creature, but I definitely remember <clears throat> one where they turned into flies and Jake got swatted and almost died. Well, the the one where they go into Z space is basically where. By the way, I just realized I'm so bored with this character. <laughs> I'm not talking about animorphs, but I want to finish this part. Uh, what what they're going to do was they're going to turn into mosquitoes and spy on something that Visor 3 was going to do. Mm-hmm. And when they did that, it they messed up. Like, it messed up, and they all their mass went into Z-Space instead, because they turned into something too small. Hmm. And they were picked up by an Andalite ship, you trying to use it to do some war crimes. You know, <laughs> Andalite stuff. War crimes. Ugh. The the Yerks aren't the only ones. (laughs) Nope. Some would argue that uh, if the Andalites were just not assholes, the Yerks would have been okay and lived a peaceful existence. Mm. But They messed around with the Prime Directive that they didn't follow. Well, 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 what happened was like the, the, an Andalite found the Yerks. Because it's like Zera's whatever. I cannot get into animal sorrow. Right now. Yeah, yeah, something. But like the but one of the animal uh, one of the uh, Andalites was just like, hey, there's this race that is like intelligent, but like has to you know glom onto other creatures in order to experience life as anything but you know this. And the, all the other Andalites were just like, well, let's just not do anything with them. And one of them was just kind of nice to them and gave them some technology. But like, but as soon as they did anything with that technology, they blew up a bunch of their stuff that they built up. And, and that made them want to be like, well, monkey see, monkey do. I'm going to do some more crimes now. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, but yeah, so speaking of, though, um, the growing man has been shown capable of achieving heights equal to that of a building several stories high. Presumably, there's a limit to the size it can achieve. At a certain point, its mass would become too great for its legs to support. Um, I will argue that it would get so big, it would get bigger than the universe and meet eternity, the embodiment of eternity itself, and then would be called Sorcerer Supreme. 
I'm not sorry, sorry. Scientist Supreme. <laughs> Growing Man Supreme. Well, well, the reason why I say that is because yeah, that's I, what happened I, to Hank Pym one time. He was Scientist Supreme. Yeah, but he, he used, got so big. He used Pym particles, not kinetic energy, which Marvel seems to like to use a lot of for a lot of things. I will like kinetic energy absorption is yeah. The, <laughs> I don't want to say top one, but it's in the top ten of powers. Like when I was growing when I was growing up, I thought that was so cool. Uh, that Gambit was like, oh, it's based on kinetic energy. And then I started reading more, and like every other mutant or character had that. And I'm like, huh, I guess it really isn't as uh unique. Yeah, it's it's just not. Yeah, so um. In the growing in the growing man's first recorded appearance, it battled Thor on Earth. Thor rid himself of both the growing man and Kang by entrapping them in a dimensional warp created by his enchanted hammer. I didn't know the hammer could um, do that. Was this before you lost all the time? The, the time powers, probably around the time that. Okay, time. but but the hammer was a magical item that had a lot of charges of a certain spells, apparently. <laughs> um, and you know, you just kind of lost some of them. You know. Or just use them too willy-nilly and never replenish them? No, 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 because, like, cause like magical items recharge on, uh, after a long rest. Yeah. they have charges. So, you know, he just never realized that he only had a hundred charges of time travel. <laughs> he just, you know, he used it too many times, you know? Yeah, and when you have to use the empowered time spell, you have to use, like, extra slots, too. It's not just one. Yeah, exactly. You have to use two slots. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, maybe don't, maybe don't save, maybe don't go to that other version of Limbo, you know? It's too much. Uh, but yeah, late, months later, Kang used the growing man to abduct, uh, Tony Stark from a hospital after Stark had suffered a heart attack. The Avengers attacked and followed the growing man as Kang intended, enabling him to transport them to his own future time period, where he involved them in a competition against the alien Grandmaster. So he was really more just a chauffeur in that instance. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even really a, like, a threat. No, not at all. Uh, still later, the members of the alien colonizers, uh, Urgel, removed the growing man from Kang's time ship, which apparently had abandoned, which apparently been abandoned in the 20th century following one of Kang's defeats. The Urgelians sent the growing man to Earth, where he battled Iron Man, and who defeated it by using electric cables to drain its power rendering it inert. Hmm. And recently, the, most recently, Kang sensed the growing man against the Avengers on, in New York City. Mr. Fantastic, who'd recently joined the team, used his scientific talents to devise a mean of reversing process which enables growing man to enlarge its size. As a result, growing man shrank to such a degree it vanished from sight, which is oddly enough, not that uncommon as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> now in the microverse. The growing, also growing is in the top ten. Growing yeah. or shrinking is in the top ten. Yeah. So presumably, Kang has the resource to create more than one growing man. Moreover, various dimensional counterparts of Kang that have visited the mainstream 20th century Earth, since the, hence the events described in the century may well been involve different growing men rather than the same one in each case. Because <laughs> you know that's Kang. That's Kang. Da 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 da. You can fight a you can fight a different Kang each day. Um. Yeah, that's it. Uh. There ain't nothing else. Like I don't know. It's done. 
we're done. Yeah. So <laughs> what what do what do you what do you have to plug? Um, I'll plug Born Beast, a podcast that talks about Transformers. Originally, we did the original Beast Wars cartoon, and lately we've been doing the Netflix series that uh, Hasbro's commissioned called uh, War for Cybertron. We did Siege uh, about half like about half a year back, and we just finished up talking about Earthrise. Well, my name's Jesse. I have another podcast called Into Riverdale or Into the Rewatch, where I with my friend Daniel talk about Riverdale episode by episode. Um, when this comes out, we're hitting the upswing of of uh, the later half of season two, and it gets uh, buck wild. Let's say that. Um, so this has been. Uh, uh, I don't feel like doing my plugs. Okay. Uh, if you want to support me, you can either go to uh, your podcatcher choice and rate, review, subscribe, all that junk, or you can go to patreon.com slash alphabetflight to give me like a dollar or two a month and then, you know, help me feel not only better, but, you know, help me afford things better. You know, that'd be great. Um, if you want to see people are talking about, you can go to at alphabetflight on Twitter and Instagram. And you've been listening to Alphabet Flight and may contribute protect you through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Bye.